What is happening to you right now? You're gonna miss it, aren't you? He missed it. <laughs> he missed it. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We had some. We had some headset um complications here. You know what it is, baby. It's the all day everyday show with all day AJ. A little two camera action. And the homie Manny Ruffin. Oh my God! Different camera angles today. Lights are still the same. Mics are still the same. But you know that. As always, powered by Dimers. Guys, uh, now one one week left. You saw that on the on the reaction show already. One week left. You probably will have about a day left when this gets posted. Twin Spires, for the first six weeks of the NFL season, you get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. Okay, head over to www.dimers.com backslash A-D-E-D to get yourself mm -hmm. on Twin Spires for this up-and-down NFL betting season so far. We have some other books on there, but we'll get into those a little bit later. I do want to say before we get going, by the time you see this, the NHL season will be underway. My Rangers will have taken on the Capitals, and Manny's Flyers will have taken on the Vancouver Canucks yes, on sir. their first two um, season openers. I know the, the Rangers open in Washington, and the Flyers open um, at home for their not only season opener, but their home opener. Should've but that's not what we're talking about Should've today. Should have got to that. Should have got to that, but that's, uh, that's not what we're talking about today. What do we got? We got a lot, dude. We Woo! got a lot. Let's un let's unpack. A little spicy. Okay? Let's unpack this bag. And we unpack. got a little bit of shit to unpack first with Jonathan Gruden. Some uh sneaky emails going on there. Then we're gonna I'm gonna have to touch on the Monday Night Football game a little bit because I mean Lamar Jackson was just out there doing what Lamar does. Carson Wentz was doing a little bit of things. I, know. Too I needed you too. to say that. And then we're gonna touch on the Red Sox and their run. Can they pull the World Series off? Is this 2013? Is this 2018? What's this mm -hmm. Red Sox team got for us the rest of October? I don't know. And then we're gonna get into the Bama loss a week after me and Alex said there's there's no chance they lose and George is gonna be the team to lose. And then Bama drops to Texas AM. So we have a really nice show for you guys set up today, and I'm excited to get into it. Let's get it, man. All right. Yeah, uh, we were wrong about Bama. We'll leave Definitely it at that, wrong. though. But all right, let's get going. So, Monday Night Football, Carson Wentz, over 400 yards passing. Lamar Jackson, over 400 yards passing. Yes, sir. Uh, Lamar Jackson it leads his, his Baltimore Ravens to a 19-point comeback victory in overtime, that five-yard pass to Hollywood Brown to end the game. But this game was so jam-packed. One of the key moments, I think, was the fumble at the one-yard line. Yep. Lamar, it was still ruled a fumble, but that forward pass stopped it, um, and that could have been six more right there that would have pretty much held them out of this game. Lamar Jackson was asked at the end of the game, did you ever have a doubt that you were going to lose And in overtime? And he said no. Uh, granted, they did get the ball. But I think there was a moment, if you guys could see the clips of him, when the ref is out there saying that the, it was still a fumble, but it was that forward pass. You could see he was just like yep. hands on his head, like playing with his hair, like and he's the guy with the, the water boy comes around with the Gatorade and he's like, "No, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." Mm -hmm. He was a little flustered from that. Um, you got to give a lot of credit to Jonathan Taylor in that opening series. This was the first time all year smokes. that the Colts have scored more than three points in the first quarter, and you get pressed on a third and eight, and you're you're pressed in your own in your own uh, side of the field. 76 yards later on a six-yard, literally behind-the-line uh, dumping run here Fucking for Jonathan Taylor. Gas. And guess who had Jonathan Taylor as an Anthony as yes, an anytime uh, touchdown scorer? Yes, Manny Ruffin did. So um, Carson Wentz, I do want to say this. The fact that we knew this, right? We knew this when he was going to Indianapolis. His boy Frankie was there. They pulled. They showed that on the screen last night, what his A numbers lot. were when he – yeah, and as, as they should. As they should, yeah. Uh, but they showed what his numbers were in 2017. And one of the things that 
Steve Levy was saying on the broadcast was, can Carson Wentz get back to that 2017 form like he was already with um, with the Eagles? And they showed his record with the Eagles that year. They showed all of his stats. He was like 34 and Unbelievable. eight in, in touchdowns to to um, to interceptions. And then that all fell off. And one of the quotes that Frank said that they read on that broadcast was, you know, we're going to help him build his confidence. He wants to get better. He just he's he's been broken down over these past couple of years. He needs to get built back up, and he's going to do that here in uh, in Indianapolis. And he showed last night no interceptions. I really almost pulled the prick on the, the trigger on a minus one fifty went over half of an interception, so just mm. to get one. That got I stayed away, but I thought that was a good. That bat. would have been a brutal beat because those are the pick on the two point conversion. Uh-huh. You need to not be on that. That's insane. But this game was something saucy else. We start off with Jonathan Taylor taking to the crib, 70 yards. I'm sitting there like this is the least out of any start that this game would have. If you told me it would be a Jonathan Taylor 70-yard receiving touchdown, I would tell you you're out of your mind. Right. Coach just start pouring on that defense. Was like it's back. We were questioning that defense the last couple of weeks, and I was like, I don't know what we have here. Well. Darius Leonard was, was motivated to get that game going. Even Xavier Rose was playing some good ball. Marquise Brown was quiet until Xavier, until Xavier Rose hit that hammer on Mark Andrews and got the karma and ended up taking himself out the game. Mark Andrews ate it. He had an amazing game as well. Oh, yeah, I, I think he had say. 11 catches, like 114 in, a t- in two tuds. Two touchdowns, yeah. Jesus Christ. This was a classic, but Lamar Jackson, this is so maturity. I used to go to bat with people three years ago. People were trying to tell me, I don't know if Lamar Jackson can be a quarterback in the NFL. I don't even know if he can really throw. And I used to lose my mind arguing with these people. Tonight, I mean, the, the MVP season should end the arguments anyway. But tonight, because the whole knock was, well, he can't lead a comeback. He can't do this. He can't do that. 19-point comeback, Monday Night Football, easy. After I was struggling to start the game, you've seen him. He missed a touchdown to Hollywood Brown on the sideline. And this is when I knew, because I did, I did live bet the Ravens to win. And this is when I knew the Ravens were going to win because you can tell when a quarterback deals with adversity. Lamar Jackson isn't afraid to show you he's pissing himself. And I like that. He's a competitor. You can say on the sideline, he's sitting there with his quarterback coach. The quarterback coach literally has the surface out. Lamar Jackson's paying him no mind. He's just sitting there pissed. And the and coach doesn't care. He's like, well, listen, I don't have to coach him up. He knows. I can tell him. I can show him the coverage if I want to, but it's Lamar fucking Jackson. He, he knows. knows he knows. Well, tell the other bet that you had, too, on the Colts. And you said in the reaction show, would you guys, if you haven't seen it already, head over to the YouTube or Apple Podcast. Drop a like over they there. You drop know a do. couple little winners over there. What huh? did you say? You said Jonathan Taylor, anytime touchdown. Yep. You said, you, and this is what I loved about it the, the most. You said Colts. I'm going to take the Colts um, spread if it goes to seven, seven and, and a half. half. And it was started at seven. And he said, you know, it's going to be, go ahead, keep him up there. He said, uh, I feel like this game could be a 27-20 and it'll be a push. It could be a 24-17. It would be a push. Once they hit seven and a half, about a couple of hours before game time, we who hammered that. Ticket in the sl- in the, who sent the ticket in the chat? I did. And then he took it. So there's two big wins there. There we go. Um, how about the fact that Lamar Jackson is... Obviously leading the team in passing, but how about rushing too? Yes, I get it. J.K. Dobbins is not there as well. But 62 rushing yards, 442 uh, passing yards, 504 total yards on the, on the day. Um, I mean, I think he's he's fifth in passing right now and eighth in rushing. Now, we did say Herbie was our MVP, but right now it's got to be Lamar Jackson. And right? after this game, and here's another stat for you. Um, after after last night when they did a tally for his yards, he has over 1,800 Total passing yards and rushing yards combined this season. That's more than get this 18 NFL teams. More than 18 NFL teams for this guy to have rushing and passing alone. He's doing, he's playing two positions this year. So as we close this one out, um, 2019 Lamar Jackson in his MVP season. Why don't we give 
2019, when we gave 2019 Lamar respect, why don't we give that same respect to 2021 Lamar Jackson? Yep. I, I, I've been seeing a lot of hate. I think I was sleeping on him a little bit so far this well, season. Well, because you know what happens with people, bro. When people start, when players are having success that they already doubted, then it's like, all right, well, what can you do in the playoffs? And then you lose a couple of playoff games that get a couple of tough bounces. Maybe a couple of those weren't your fault. You weren't fully developed as a quarterback yet. Then people are trying to write you off now because, well, he can't win the playoffs and he can't lead comebacks. And you start seeing Lamar Jackson, he's just growing and growing and growing. He hears all the hate. He's just growing and growing and growing and coming. Kid's a beast. He's going to do it for a long time. He'll bring a Super Bowl to Baltimore. Don't worry about that. Yeah, he will. And a, uh, a great win for Baltimore. Another come-from-behind win. And this team moves to 4-1. and one. So can't wait to see what they do next week. And you'll hear all about that in NFL Week Reactions, week numero 6. I think I know where we're going next. And I just want to say something that was really ironic if we're going to Gruden. The fact that Gruden was the host of Monday Night Football, and then you hear him resign on Monday Night Football, you hear the news on Monday Night Football like it was Osama Bin Laden when he got killed. That is just so ironic. Shefty, Booger, oh my God, I forget the girl's name, the last one. They're sitting there doing a roundtable at halftime talking about this man leaving his team after the news broke. We'll get into it. On his, the show he hosted not too long ago, those emails were being sent while he was the host of Monday Night Football. And ESPN ah. did have to, as we go over to Gruden and his uh, <laughs> his resignation, as, um, um, you know, I, when I hear resignation, I just think about that SpongeBob episode when he's like, I don't even know what to I'm call, resigning. Like, obviously, the, 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 obviously, the politically correct way to say it is the resignation, but, like, did he quit? Like, did he, say he left? Did he, like, I don't, like, it's, it's not for, it's just, he's literally, like, well, I think, what did, what did they say? The, the, the league officials were starting to talk to the the Raiders organization, and then he stepped in and was like, nah, nah, done. Don't even worry. I don't want to talk to him. I can't, it can't get out. Can't get out. I was saying a lot of things. I was saying a lot of things, and it can't come out. Well, one of those things was, um, you know, he had mentioned after the fact um, in his, when he had to get some, when the press had to get some quotes on him resigning, mm -hmm. and he talked about a little bit just saying like, you know, I don't want to be a distraction to this team anymore, um, and that's true, and yeah. I think that is the bigger move. Uh, he was going to get fired anyway. We he knew was. that, but- you look at the same, this is not the same situation, but it's similar to the coach having struggles and kind of affecting the team. You look at what we talked about last week, um, Urban Meyer, I think we talked yeah. about it on the reaction show. So, um, you know, I think if, I'm not trying to take this away from Gruden, but um, I think Urban Meyer could have been in that situation to say, you know what, this is too much on me. I'm going to get my way out. I'm going to step back. I think you guys do it. where those situations defer, and like I'm not saying what Urban Meyer did was right in any way, shape, or form, but like the league was literally making it a point. Like we're getting all this hate shit out of our league. You see the people with the back of their helmets. Mm -hmm. Stop hate, all this stuff. And, and for him to be the face of that franchise, you're not only a leader of men, you're a figurehead of our league, a figurehead of a whole city can't have it. And he, and he knows he got, he just got the fuck out of there. I feel really bad for those fans. New stadium. Derek Carr's coming along. Obviously, you know, we got Josh Jacobs. Ryan Edwards making plays. Our defense is coming along. We have Gruden locked into a 10-year contract. We think this is gonna he's in year, what was he, th year three or four, I think it was. We have a year, we have a plan here. And then this happens. They're even they're they're looking good this year. Like a bad loss, but we know why they took that bad loss to the Bears on Sunday. Obviously. This sucks. Yeah, and and and, 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 the, and the and the league is better when the Raiders are good. That's something we can all come to an agreement on. And it, and I was I was low key rooting for the Ra Raiders just to come back just to be a competitive team again because it's just fun, and this sucks, dude. Because I mean, I'm not saying they're done, but maybe for this year they might be a rough rocky rocky way to get back. But even 
I mean, it's just so important to have a coach everyone believes in and buys into. You could tell that Derek Carr and John Gruden were just starting to get synergized. That yep. offense was getting way more creative. They're doing a lot of things out there. And then he's going to have to rebuild that relationship with a new coach. Interim coach this year. And then next year, with a new coach, maybe we'll see. I think their special teams coordinator is going to be the coach, which is usually what teams do because the special teams coordinator deals with everybody. So they might be okay because it's like not like we don't have a relationship. Like It's not like we're hiring the DB's coach to be the interim head coach and like the quarterback doesn't have a relationship with them. Like it's a special teams guy. So everyone talks to them. They might be okay, but it's just going to be tough for those players just to, just to bounce back from that. It's just, it's tough. Bro. Well, you look at this deal back in 2018, um, Gruden signed 10 year, <laughs> 10 million, um, in 2018. And like you said, the team was just starting to build around them. The Derek Carr relationship was just starting to get together. Um, and now we take a huge, huge because their relationship was a little rocky. You know, they brought him, they brought him Mariota. Mariota played some games. He thought he looked good when Derek Carr got hurt. And this year he saw that. All right, now this is my guy. Nope. Done for. It's crazy. I even, I heard an interview when Derek Carr found out he was like, yeah, it was one of those things. Like when you hear about what he said, you're just like, yeah, because there's emails. (laughs) And the other thing too, is like, you know, I look at this and it's, Everybody, like at least our day and age, when we're in school, we learn about this, right? right. You post something on Twitter, you post something on, on social media, Instagram, TikTok, whatever the hell it may be, it's out there forever. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, so when you're literally sending emails, this isn't even social media. This is an email. But still, it's, I, I think that's worse. I'm saying, no, it definitely is worse. I'm saying it because it isn't writing. Right. Like we know guys and we've had coaches. I've definitely had coaches, especially in football and, and things like baseball too. Like you did play around with players. They'll crack jokes here and there, but it's on the field. It's in practice. Like it's not, and I'm not saying they're not, they're not racial or anything crazy like that. I'm just saying they'll, they'll crack on a guy. They'll talk about his socks or maybe oh, yeah, his yeah. sunburnt or something. He'll, he'll, he'll bust them up. So I don't think that's something that like people are used to that with Gruden, but to do that and put it in writing it's just so dumb, bro. So it was just racist comments, anti-gay comments. Come on. Um, and and look at how it unfolded. So he was giving people, Jeff Fisher heat for drafting Michael Sam. Yeah. That's bad, bro. He pressed That's Roger nice. Goodell for you know, and I, I don't want to say Go too ahead. much on it because you know he pressed Roger Goodell for um being quote unquote forced to draft gay players. <laughs> um, so I want to say the timeline of this is how this unfolded for people to, that don't understand the timeline of how everything unfolded. The email comes out where he made a racist comment uh, in an email referring to an executive, an NFL executive. And then comments all over sports, comments from analysts, comments from the teammates, the players, everybody in that Raiders organization were like, you know what, even Mike Tirico, who, was, who worked as a, a announcer, play-by-play announcer on Monday Night Football with Gruden for 7 or 11 years, something like that, a very, very uh, substantially long time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this timeline, after everybody heard the what the email said and they knew what he said, even Mike, who is a black man that worked right beside him, even said, I never caught that, essentially said, I never caught that vibe. Right. I never would have, Josh Jacobs, who's a running back on the on the Vegas Raiders, who literally grew in coaches, said, I would not have, have caught that from him. Um, it was 10 years ago. This email was from 2011. It's 2021 now. You have time to grow. And all that, that, that sequence around it the story behind it the moral around that whole first email was everyone was like you know i'm okay with that i understand it was 10 years ago uh, but you can change in 10 years that's okay everyone was literally fine with it right like that yeah there well, was, it wasn't it i was, don't mean it was like when we we talked about it down here you told me when the news broke i was like 
Jesus, Gruden, but like you'll be fine. Like it, right. it was kind of like right. it was kind of like that. It was and like I'm not ah, saying bro. like everyone was literally fine. Me, <laughs> no, me and that no, comment no. was okay, but, but I'm like, saying he'll be okay. Everyone was like, like you know him. what? We can move on from this. Exactly. And then it goes from all of those same people, the analysts, the players, the teammates, the organization, everybody went from that one email saying, you know what, we can move past this to. And we found out there's seven years worth of emails. Seven years worth of anti-gay, uh, racist, uh. all these different comments, and it's like. Okay, now we these same guys, the out of here. these same guys are saying your career is over. Stephen A. Smith today, your career is over. Think Marcus Spears players. said on first take this morning, John Gruden lost his his job for being who he really is. Yep, that's what it is. That's the simplest way to think put about it. his players. He coaches Carl Nassif, first openly gay player to be actively playing. Guys like Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs, big time players for him. Like thinking, like damn, like. This is my coach. Like I thought, he was really riding for me. This is really supposed to be. How my do you guy. feel? But like, I, I, I want to know how like NASA feels in that situation because yeah. there was the the Instagram story. If you haven't seen that already, Facts. head over to Ad Pod on Instagram. You can see a story of a picture of the two hugging, mm-hmm. and it's very ironic. And that was the quote that very was very ironic. Very ironic. And the other thing too is, I, I would love to understand, try to understand what Mike Tirico is feeling right now. Really. I was going to say, because when you were bringing up the points that Tariko and Josh Jacobs made, I was going to tell you, like, because I heard what Josh Jacobs said. And honestly, the first thing that came to my mind when he said that, I was like, well, I mean, he's a young running back under yeah, contract. Mate, and right. he has no I understand that, too. Tariko, too. Tariko, they have a relationship back from when Drew Gruden was a guy on Monday Night Football. So you don't know. They might, like, what you got to understand about these big time people, and I love Mike Tariko, but him and Mike Tariko and John Gruden still might be cool after this. They might have a relationship past that in the booth or something. Like they might not be mortal enemies. He might not he might think differently about John Gruden, but he he might not openly bash him on a panel because he knows, all right, like that's still kind of my boy Ye's a little fucked up, but we we're gonna talk about that over some cigars and I'll get him right. Like you know what I mean? So yeah. you got so some of the things these people are saying in public, I take it with a grain of salt. Cause you don't like you said, people said he never got a whiff of that from John Gruden. John Gruden's a well respected dude. The only person I really hadn't heard about him having a big issue with was Keyshawn. And Keyshawn went on in on his show, like I was telling you guys all along, this motherfucker's crooked. And Keyshawn, you're right, because I wasn't really listening. I thought Keyshawn was the crazy one for a long time. Obviously, you know his story about him. He wants to train at home, not with the team and all that shit. So I was like, all right, Keyshawn, what can we really believe? But he was right the whole time, man. But it's just and- interesting to see how these relationships will change with the people that are involved with him that i mean gruden's been around for a long time so you gotta think people like bill belichick love him people like jason garrett probably love oh, yeah. him. like so it's interesting to see how these well, relationships it's, it's funny how you bring up that Keyshawn uh johnson point because his quote today was uh his quote was quote has always been a fraud to me end quote mm-hmm. um so it's just fitting how all of that kind of ties together um it's just a it's a terrible look for football <laughs> right now and for gruden you can't even like say the question of what's next. And here, what I will yeah. say, what I will say is, I, I, I really hope and pray that you were smart with these, with this money that you got from this contract. Yeah. Because you're not going to get another one. No, no, no more uh, the quarterback film room thing. None of that. No more and, money and like football. And like, let's say, let's say, even, even if he had any types of endorsements, which he probably didn't. Maybe he had one or two. But nobody really sees that because now it's all Rob Gronkowski and right. Tom Brady. But uh, even if he did, those would already be stripped, right? So it's I don't even want to call this uh, a cancel culture moment because mm-hmm. I really don't think it is. I think it's just stupid. We're we're back in the old ways. We haven't grown. We haven't adapted. I don't classify this as cancel culture. Right. I saw some comments that it's like cancel culture at its finest. I think it's just you're being fired for being a moron publicly. Yeah, just I mean people finding out who you really are. Like, 
you, people people who are crooked like you are obviously gonna say like all right well he's fine with me and that's cool y'all y'all can be like that over there in that corner y'all got it but the people that understand all right i mean he's kind of fucked up for this this is wrong we're not gonna really fuck with john gruden like that like you know what i'm saying it's not like it's cancel culture it's just people realizing oh he's like that he's moving like that oh uh-huh. i'm gonna go the fuck over here yeah i'll, I'll step simple away as it's, it's as simple as that um but we we had to touch on this this is again I love finding these spicy topics. What right? a segment, bro! You know, we what had we had some some spicy topics that were gifted to us. Um, <laughs> this over reminds these me of the old Kwame, the Kwame Brown, the Kwame Brown, um, the Shikari Richardson. Oh man! You know, we had a couple uh, headlines that really had stood out to us in terms of not having to talk directly about yep. what Tom Brady and LeBron James are doing, just like everybody else <laughs> is. You know what I mean? So. Are we going to Red Sox? We're going to Red Sox right let's, now. Let's talk about these Red Sox. Is, All it, right. is it a Red October? It is. A, it, it, it might be. And the, yeah, I can't call it a Red October yet. It's not, I, I can't call it. I will start this Red Sox uh, segment off with the fact that these guys shit the bed Yankees at the end fan, of the year. The Yankees fan, by the way. I am wearing my Rangers hat today in... in uh, in I guess hope so. I, I hate a, to do this. I hate, I hate to do this before, like, before we get into the Red Sox, but mm-hmm. boon in or boon out. So... Um, I saw a report that said the Yankees are leaning towards keeping Boone. I don't, I'm not going to put on a, a number or, or a person that I want right now. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. He's Boone out. He's Boone out. But I would say I'd, I'd let him go. I'd let oh him go. baby. And I've been a Boone guy for so long. Like throughout this entire season where everyone bashed, I'm going to spend like 20 seconds, 20, 20 more <laughs> seconds, 20 more seconds. And when the, throughout the entire season, everyone's like, nah, Boone's out. Like, I don't like how he made this substitution. I don't like how he, he put this, pulled this pitcher, put this, whatever. I don't, I, we got to get him. I'm like, no, let's let him ride. He's been here through, through the beginning. But when you look at after Girardi left, what have you been able to do in that time? Okay, Nothing. So. But here's devil, devil's advocate. If the green wall, a green monster isn't a thing. Hey, he has three home runs. Stanton has three home you runs. You guys in that are game. playing right now. Playing right now. Well, you never know because I, th- I was saying that the Rays were going to kick their ass. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But all right. To the but Red yeah. Sox. Okay. So to the Red Sox. Holy shit. So they, they, and we talked about this in, I think it was two last week's podcast or the week, the week before we spoke on the Red Sox and how they are like the Raiders in the way that they tanked towards the end of the year. Yep. And they did just that. The Yankees won five in a row. Um, headed to the wild card game. They swept them in Fenway for the first time since 2015. And you looked at this wild card game saying, you know what? Everybody's on the Yankees. And I wasn't even saying that as a fan. I was I like, was there's the no Sox. way you can't you can't take the Yankees. I'm a fan, but you know, there's no way that I'm I'm taking the Red Sox in this game. Um, but again, Nathan Evaldi is the Yankees killer. He did just that in the yep. wild card game. We had a little um what are those things called that you do on Twitter? The talking things? Spaces. Spaces. Oh yeah, I just wanted to feed that up there yeah, for you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. after I want we, we can clip this out right now at twenty two minutes in. You will be seeing us on the spaces. Spaces. If you guys are listening or watching to this point, Twitter spaces, it's basically just an audio version of what we're doing right now, yep. except we can have you guys join and chat with us and give us yes, uh, your just thoughts. for a warning, I might be a couple sodas deep, depending on who's playing and if my team's losing. Or yes, not, so. so it's just you guys <laughs> have a chance to come in. All you do is you, you hit request to join, and you can do it from there. But back to the Red Sox. We did uh, personally. I thought you know what, if they if they get past this game, Rays are going to win it anyway. Um, Rays showed how dominant they were to the end of the season, and on the other side of the spectrum, the Red Sox showed how. Uh, choke early they were at the end of the season so it was kind of a other complete seesaw of see that's, opposite and, and opposite. that's and that's where we defer yes i did back the red sox in the wild card game that was more so like evaldi's pitching against the yankees the red sox are at home that was just I, I saw value but i even took the red sox to win the series versus the rays and this is where i'm thinking like the red sox are a team that lineup is deep i mean you got rafi devers kiki hernandez just had the best series of his life maybe one of the best series of all time 
Kyle Schwarber's in there. Dalback's playing good ball. Like, I mean, J.D. Martinez, when his ankles his ankles up and down right now, but he's in there swinging. I think he hit a home run the other night, if I'm not mistaken. They need he, to find some help. They need to find something and get something dug out of Chris Sale right now. Because that's very had a true. lot of that's, talk that he's going to be so good. He's so he's back. That's, he's that's big. Very, and he had and a shaky. He had a shaky start. Shaky, shaky start. The reason why I think the Red Sox do have a chance, though, because when I was touching touching on that lineup, just teams like. When they get in the dance and they have a, a full lineup of just haters and savages in the box, I'll say. The Red Sox fans might hate me for saying that. But all they need is a chance in the dance. They could be down four runs. We've seen it. Come back and win. They just need one chance. If Valdi pitches well, Rodriguez pitches well, that lineup stays hot, they, ha- they have a shot. I mean, listen, Houston's coming to town. Red Sox look dead in the water right now. They're down 5-1 to one right now. They look dead in the water. Look, the series is over. So we'll see Astros versus Red Sox. That'll be a really interesting series. The Red Sox should lose it, but it's just one of those things like they can hit with the Astros. Lineup wise, they're even. I would pitching I'd put the pitching edge to Houston. Bullpen edge definitely Houston. So we'll see how that goes. But I don't know. They have a chance to, it has a chance. I'm getting a twenty I told you before we recorded, I'm getting a real big twenty thirteen feel from Red Sox. Cause like I said, twenty twelve, they finished last in the division. Twenty thirteen, getting the playoffs, win the World Series. Last year finished last in the division we even set our own show to predict it started the mlb season we said the red Sox. <laughs> why are we even covering them they're gonna be ass 500 team we're good getting dance looks like it'd be a 2013 sc well, that's why i think it's crazy because these guys come out and you know again we said that they choked at the end of the year and then now they come out in these you know in the wildcard game and these first few games of these uh of, of i guess the postseason because i told mm-hmm. you i said the wildcard doesn't count um <laughs> and they look like they're the best team in baseball right now. Facts. So what, where where is that switch? And then in a quote from Kike Hernandez last night after the win, his quote was, "I mean, here we are surprising everybody but ourselves." End quote. That's that a that's sense. been a big theme. If you've been listening to the interviews, Alex Cora has been saying that a lot. I remember they won the, the Wildcard game. He goes, "Yeah, I mean, everyone thought we were going to lose. We're not supposed to be here, right?" Or something like that. Just joking around with them. And that's another team where you don't want them feeling like underdogs because it feels like that's when they start getting hot. It's when people are like really start writing them off and they're not supposed to be there. They just start they flip that switch, man. It's gonna. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be in October, but it's looking well, like it's gonna be. Well, so it's gonna you you gotta just take into uh, into consideration here how important home field is in the MLB playoffs because you look at those two games at Fenway. Can we just pay homage to Fenway in October at a you know? game? Can we just can we just pay homage? That's gotta be top five venues to be in for a certain setting like roll like a road like a rose bowl big college football game yes like you know what i'm saying eventually so far big football game yes can we put fenway up there like a fenway playoff game top venues to be in ever like that place bro when xander hit that home run in the wild card game yeah i literally this like that you know when you're watching like it happens with soccer because that, those places go crazy. But when someone scores, someone has a home run, you see the screen start shaking. That's when you fucking know. And every time someone hits a bomb, you see that little shake with Fenway, mm-hmm. bro. That place is special, bro. We low-key got to get in there for some content. Low-key. Yeah, no. And, and uh, there's cram seats that you're literally like an inch <laughs> next to each other because it's so goddamn old. No, nah, they, they got a shot, bro. I honestly think they have a really good chance. Because to be honest, from what I'm seeing out of the NL as well, I mean, the Dodgers might go down to the Giants. Giants are a really good, really good team, but I just don't think they could – if it came down to Astros Giants or or um, Red Sox Giants, I'm I'm going with the AL right there. Honestly, Brewers, I'm not. They're not looking too hot. Pitching looks good. Same with the Braves. Pitching looks good, but I mean, without Jock Peterson hitting two jacks, they're losing this series as well. They're not doing much offensively. So, I would say if they can get past the Astros. They have a really good shot, man. Well, it's, it's and it's just, uh, as we, I just want to touch on the Rays for a second. It's got to be so so sad Sacks. for the Tampa Bay Rays. 
they have a great turnout because the whole moral with the Rays is nobody goes to those games, even at, at the <laughs> at the peak of how good they have been these past two to three seasons. Nobody goes. So you get a packed house. You get yellow towels to accent that yellow in, in the in the Rays uniform with mm. the yellow cleats. Looks like a great showing from them as the one seed, and then they blow it up. And after losing in the World Series last year, they blow it up. How about you see McClanahan after he got rocked for 500 runs? He's in the, he's throwing chairs and shit. Yeah, well, you know, because it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's it, over. It we is, gotta, it, how are you going to get those fans back? I, mean, like, I think it's a little bit different. They're for, spoiled in Tampa Bay, brother. That's got what I raise, mean. That, no, and box, that's exactly what I'm lightning. saying. You know, you have the Yankees where it's like, when you know, we're, we're going to keep going back. Yankees fans are going to keep going back. And, and that's what all these – everyone's going to go do right. that. Phillies fans will do the same thing. Because, you like, it's not like you have other teams like – the goat that in Tampa Bay, and then you have the the uh, state rainy Stanley Cup champions back to back Tampa Bay Lightning looking <laughs> for their third straight as they play tonight against the uh, at Banner Banner Night at, uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins um, on ESPN. Hockey's back on ESPN. That's sorry, crazy. but um, they have so much to to fa- as the fan base of Tampa Bay to look forward to and look over. Right, talking about looking over the race, they're sitting there like, how are we going to get these fans back next year? Because I mean, bro. I mean, the thing about them is like they'll they'll be box office for a long time down there, just for the sole fact that that team is so young, bro. The problem with them when they won the, I mean, nah, I'm not gonna say the problem with them. When they, when they won the World Series, they had a really good mix of vets and they had the young guys coming up. And now that it's like the young guys coming up, it's their team. That's gonna be the team for a while, bro. Juan Franco, Rosarena, McClanahan, all those guys. They're gonna Juan be for- Franco was having like two hits a game. Like I was, and I kept was, it going in the postseason. I was ready to say like in those, I was ready to bet on those those last two games. Franco, two hits. Franco, two hits. I'm looking at the box scores, and I'm like, you know, I see a hit, another one. I'm like, wait a minute. Was that his first or second? I go to the box score. That's two. And then I'm like, game two, same thing. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do it this game. Easy. Game three, why not? Um, so it just it's sad for the Rays, but you got to, as as you look at these Red Sox, they knocked off the number one seed, and they have a, a damn good chance because I don't see any strength coming from you know this this National League right now. Yes, the Giants. If the if the Dodgers can come back, but they even look kind of shaky. Both of them, both of them do. There's no dominance versus you know, and then you look at the Astros in this series, and they've been uh, pretty dominant. Obviously, they had they already lost one, but pretty dominant in this series. So I don't know. Like you said, to your point of of looking looking past this uh, CS, and if the Red Sox can uh, get through the. Astros, they'll have a great, great, great chance, chance to win this, this whole they'll, thing. They'll love where they're sitting at. Which is um, very frustrating as a Yankees fan to know that it would be cool. could happen again. It would be cool as hell, though, to get a Red Sox-Dodgers kind of rematch there. Mookie's on the Dodgers now. That'd that is cool. very true. That'd I wasn't even so thinking cool. about that. I wasn't yeah, even bro. thinking about that. So uh, definitely look for a spicy World Series. We're going we're gonna to be monitoring this over the next couple of weeks. Um, on what's going to happen. Oh, my God. That happens, too. You got Kike Hernandez, and the Dodgers gave him away, told me he wasn't an everyday player, has the best series of his life to prove he's an everyday player in this league. That'd be a dope series, bro, if that happens. Yep. So uh, we'll keep an eye on this ALCS and um, what's going to happen um, for this NLCS as well in this amazing jam-packed MLB playoff picture. Okay. Before we get into our last segment Gotta of the day. Got to address the elephant in the room. We have to address <laughs> Alabama and their loss. And if you did bet on them, I saw a bet that had a it was like a five hundred thousand. Right. You saw that? Yeah. I mean, I bet on them, so so it was a, it was, uh, a parlay with a all minus a thousand. Oh my god! It, yeah, yeah. Oh my, five hundred k to win one hundred and eight thousand, and Bama loses. So if you don't want to do that, 
We have Bet Rivers for the month of October. They head over to www.dimers.com backslash ADED and click the link to Bet Rivers. It will take you right over to Bet Rivers. You will get a deposit match up to $250. What that means, if you put in $250, you will get $250 extra. You will have $500 in your account. If you want to put $20 in, if you want to put $100 in, you will have a complete direct match of whatever you put in. So think about it. If you want to put in $25, you'll have $50 in your account. So whatever you want to do, mm, play always around play around, but always play responsibly. Bet Rivers for the month of October. Dimers.com backslash ADED. Okay, talk to me about Bama. We were wrong. We were so wrong, <laughs> We, But I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. Like we, I did say on that show, I was like, listen, this is not the strongest Bama team we've seen. But I don't think – were. I, I just didn't think the field was oh, yeah. close to them. We were wrong. I mean, as you've seen, I mean, God. Kyle Zada from AM was just dicing them up. You could tell ain't no Patrick Sertain, ain't no Trayvon Diggs in that no, secondary. Not no anymore. More. Not anymore. Not no more. <laughs> he was tearing them boys up. I bet I bet Bama live. Cause I going into halftime. I feel bad for the girls that got an interview saving at halftime when they're losing, first of all, to say that. But I'm just watching the interview. He's like eight feet away from her. She's asking him a question. She's like, So why do you think you're down a half or some question? Like, you don't ask that. But like, right. he's like, he says, like, yeah, well, you know why? I mean it's obvious that why we're losing. He goes into like a two minute range. He's like, Yeah, we got penalties, we can't block, can't tackle, da, 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 da. I'm like, he's pissed. He's about to get in their ass. I'm live betting Bam. We're locked in. I'm, I'm live betting them. They come out, Bam scores. I'm like, we're live, baby. We're good. Kickoff comes and then crib. They, they had answers for everything. And the thing about AM is, you remember when we talked about the AM in the uh, episode we did, the OU Texas thing? Yeah, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, listen, Texas AM is a good team. They lose their starting quarterback, obviously, early in the season. But I mean, they, they're starting. They're a lot, there's a lot of freshmen and sophomores playing on that team. A lot. A back of quarterback. For them to do that versus Bama to continually make plays is crazy. Because all I'm telling myself when I live at Bama, I was like, all right, AM is just going to have to make one play. Yep. Score a touchdown, they make one play. They made like three, four in that half. Calzada rolls his ankle bad. Those are dot. <laughs> dot. <laughs> like, they have some players over there. God. Oh, my God. The 12th man was rocking. 107,000 people up in there. Hey, man. I'll just say this. Bama's not dead in the water, which is good for them. No, they're the not field, dead. They're not the dead. The field is wide open. They got some players. Bryce Young looks really good. Brian Robinson looks really good at running back. I he was I that I feel bad for players like him. He's I think he's a fifth year senior. He played behind dogs his whole career. Finally gets his shine now. Bama will be okay. They'll be back. That's always and the one thing I read that was interesting too. Bama's only had two understatement, they've only had two seasons where they went undefeated and won the national championship. Doesn't feel that way, but only two thousand nine and I think twenty twenty was when they went undefeated and won the national championship. So Bama's cool. But that was just a hell of a ball game. Well, and we talked about uh, we talked about Alabama and Georgia last week, and um, we were not bashing Georgia, but just talking about sleeping on them. Realistic circumstances for this team moving yeah. forward, and Georgia is now number one, and Bama is now number five. I don't think that's going to hold. There's a lot of things that aren't going to hold right now. Obviously, Iowa gets a big win over PSU. <clears throat> Don't like. Can that we at talk all. about Kentucky being a 11 seed Holy as they're shit. just balling out this this year? So they got a. I mean, I, we'll see if that holds. They got a good team over there, though. We'll see if that holds. They still got a gauntlet of an SEC schedule to go through. That's the thing about SEC teams that start off to a hot start. It's like, listen, you still got tough games coming up. So we'll. See. I mean, college football is a little spicy right now, bro. Yeah, because you it's look at the next, right and now. we we talked a little bit about this in that three Big Ten teams last week. Three Big Ten teams in that top ten there. And that's right. That's right. And Alabama's next couple games, they're in Mississippi State, uh, home feel, against feel Tennessee. Feel bad for those kids, too. 
Home against LSU. I, I I feel bad for them as well. Home against New Mexico State. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, home against Arkansas, and then in Auburn to end their season. Ooh, that's gonna be a slaughter. Yeah. That's so slaughter. I mean, I, I didn't know that their schedule ran like that. I mean, you got one, two, three, four home games in a row after back to back. I mean, if you uh, think about it, they were crazy. at the Swamp. They were at Kyle Field. I mean, I think they played. Now they're only I think they're only home game. I don't. I forget. Yeah, they played. One out of market team or FCS team to start the season. Yeah, that so was they, they played. Game. They were home against Miami. Neutral field game they had. Yep, neutral field. That's right. Uh, but I, look, I mean, we know what Alabama's going to do. If anything, th- this only fuels them more. I don't want to exactly. say we're necessarily still wrong about them because. But it does show you that, listen, teams. It's open. The door's open. I was going to say, that top four is not going to be like Oklahoma right. might be in the top four this year. They don't know who their quarterback is. Caleb Williams came in that thing and started throwing that ball around like crazy. Spencer Rattler came in for the two-point, made a good play too, though. But they don't know what's going on at quarterback. He's a little pissed off, dude. He is a little pissed I, I, I mean, he's sitting there like, well, I was a, I was the Heisman favorite coming to this year. I'm getting booed off the field. I'm getting mean, booed my, off my, the field. Is my career over? Do like, I go back to playing basketball? Like, what do I, what, literally, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? He'll be fine, though. But, I mean, there's, there's vulnerable teams in that top four, bro. Vulnerable teams. I, I, I was not the number two team in the nation. Okay? They were getting dominated until Sean Clifford got hurt. Good for you guys over there in the Iowa, the Hawkeyes fans, storming the field when you're um, a rank higher than the team you just beat. Questionable. But good for you guys, okay? Have your nice shine, number two in the nation right now. Eat it up. Do all that. You got a tough Big Ten schedule coming around, and we know who's going to come out this thing on top. It's going to be the Nitty Lions. Yeah, and I mean, that's also crazy because you did mention there's four teams that are in that uh, from the Big Ten that are in there. It's four. I thought it was. I thought it was. I, oh, Mich- oh, oh, Michigan's up in there, huh? So it's Penn. Oh. So Ohio State, six. Yep. Penn State, State seven. seven, Michigan Nine? eight. Oh, ooh, Michigan ooh. State ten. Ooh, so in, in Iowa we got four in, wait, in Iowa and and Iowa. That's five. Who's two? Sorry, yeah, yeah, five teams. Look at the Big Ten. Ain't ten of y'all in there, but hey, hey, yeah. But I'm saying, you know, you look at the SEC and it was like, oh, remember back a couple years yeah. ago? Even you can say last year, last two years, last three years. But even the last couple SEC years, SEC won you'll, in that. But you, I'll say this: the, the debate's been opening up the past couple years. Yeah, with the Big Ten being in there, people are like, hey, the Big Ten might be up there, might be up there, just as good if not better than the SEC. People and that's the same with Penn State too. Everyone's saying, been saying the same thing, not yep. only about that Big Ten conference, but oh, it's Penn State time coming up. Penn yep. State's coming up there. It's due. They got to put, like I said la- uh, last week, got to put the puzzle pieces together. They're right Facts. there. They're right there. They're right there. Now the whole conference is coming together. There you go. Facts. Michigan sweated out a, uh, a a Nebraska win, but now Scott Frost is on the hot seat. But shame on them. Scott Frost is a great guy. He needs to be the host, and he needs to he needs to be the coach for Nebraska for a long time. I love Scott Frost. I have a question I need to ask you though. Oh, I think I know where you're going. All right, go ahead. So there was a massacre on the field on Sunday. On Sunday, um, Saquon Barkley went down. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones went down. Mm-hmm. We finally saw Kadarius Tony. You guys lost a really important line earlier in the season. Um, I think you guys are what fifteen, like fourteen and fifty since twenty seventeen or something crazy like that. Is David? Does David Gettleman need to get fired? Yeah, I, I to answer this short and sweet before we wrap this whole shindig up. Dave Gettleman, goodbye. Oof. He came in twenty eighteen. Yep. Their their record since twenty seventeen is nineteen and fifty. That's nineteen and fifty tied exactly with the New York Jets. Is that a coincidence? Nope. I don't think so. So. Uh, we need some changes. But I will say, Kadarius Tony, the biggest savage move of the game was getting all of those catches, 189 yards, and getting kicked gonna, out for throwing a punch. I was going to say, he went Deontay Wilder on these boys. <laughs> my man, my man. Uh, we needed some spark there, I guess, in that massacre loss. But you, when, like I said in the reaction show, 70% of the offense out. That's not what we're talking about. 
Gettleman has to go. There has to be some changes. I don't agree with all this. Saquon Barkley's got to go. Daniel Jones has got to go. They have the team. They have the pieces. They just need somebody better I was at gonna the say, helm to run them. I was going to say this. People, I've been reading online, and people have been saying, I mean, he can't draft or things like that. I mean, he he's drafted a couple good pieces, uh, to be honest. Like, but there's also been busts that have yeah, been drafted. Okay. okay. Um, DeAndre Baker. Yes. Where you at, bro? First round pick. Traded yep. up to get your ass. Yep. Goodbye. There's been a couple Eli of those Apple. that have happened. Eli Apple. There's another one. You, you're turning into another locker room cancer. Yep. So um, there have been there have been struggles with that. The other the, the reports that are coming out as the losses start to pile up, as you get a beat down, obviously everybody knows that the offense wasn't there and it was pretty much a game to lose when all of those guys went down. Um, hey, hey, long neck Glennon came in there and started throwing that bitch around. Don't, hey, hey, don't sleep. Well, he man. didn't come in looking like Geno Smith, though. And Geno Smith came Gino in. Smith. Wheeling and dealing. Um, but, you know, you look at, at at what's next for these guys, and, and the reports that have been coming out is Joe Judge may be safe after the year. <laughs> Probably can't say the same for Dave Gettleman, and that's the page I'm on. I want Joe Judge. I don't want Gettleman anymore. He was there for many, many years. I he left it. to go to Carolina, feel like and he a, came back. I feel like I just like we need the, a whole just sweep. Just get them all out. Just get them all out. I Let's don't know start, about that. Start he fresh. left in 2012. After the win, okay, right? Okay. Been there for many, many, many years. You go over to Carolina. Okay. Very successful with them. Yeah, Very successful. I, 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 2015. Saw, saw his Cam holes Newton. There. Yeah, okay. Saw yeah, the holes, right? Caught lighting in a bottle. That's like saying Howie Roseman's great because he caught lighting in a bottle with the Eagles. Okay, but it continued. Right. I wasn't impressed with Gettleman in Carolina, to be honest. I think Gettleman in Carolina was obviously better than... It was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think... No, he, no. I think, But I do think the, the Giants right now have better pieces than, than the Carolina team did in those years that he was there. Holy smokes. I mean, Luke Keekley and Josh Norman already take over your whole defense there. I don't know about that. <laughs> that defense, you think that defense, that Giants defense is close to that Carolina defense? I think they're close. They're not better. I think they're close to that defense. Come on, dude. Oh, my God. Come on, bro. Football team gave you 30. Broncos gave you 30. Cowboys gave you almost 40. Or did they give you 40? Someone else gave you 30. The Eagles are going to give you 30. The Eagles are not giving 30, bro. Do you want to? So, what's the bet? How many push-ups? <laughs> I, I owe you 20, so we can double down here. All right, we'll double down on it. So over, over under 29 and a half when they play the Eagles? Yeah. You have the over? Yeah. <laughs> I have the under. I have the under. You have the over. Done deal. Done deal. Podcast. <laughs> Accountability. Let's get it. Accountability. Yeah, but that's how we're going to talk about on that. Uh, Gettleman has to go. It's that simple. Um, I can't sit here as a fan and continue to say that he needs to be there. Some, there's Basically, the moral of the story is some big change has to happen. And as a fan, I don't want to see Joe Judge go. As a fan, I don't obviously don't want to see these players go because who else is going to go, right? So you need some front office guys to go, and when you and I think that'll help change the culture a little bit. Um, like I said, I had big expectations for this team coming into this year, just with the the magnitude of these uh, depth chart on paper, and they haven't been able to execute the defense. Obviously, I talked about this many times already, but they just did not pick up from where they left off. Offensive line did not pick up where yeah, they left off. It was a off. real clean slate this year. Um, and most of them are injured right, in, right now in that line. But besides the point, we got to adapt and react. And we're not doing that. And so. retool and rebuild. And retool and rebuild, Recycle. I guess. Because, I, I mean, they were holding with that team, with that Dallas team. So, I don't know. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on it. And, and maybe as we look, we're in week five. So, maybe five more weeks from now, maybe we, we could see an early firing. Hey, maybe we who, could see hey, an early hey, game. Hey, we don't we, know. Who we drafting next year? I think that's what all Giants Nation is saying. Uh, right <laughs> maybe not so much me yet. We did, I didn't play. I didn't play. Uh, I want to play Washington again. Um, I, I want to play the Eagles. Say, I, wanna, I, like, Eagles. I, 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 I know we need to get out of here, but I'll say this. I hate when people do that. Like, their team's struggling. Like, last week, I seen Eagles fans. 
talking about oh, who should we draft now? This I know I hate that. Let the season, yeah. like, let it play out. Just watch. and it's not even that. Like we're five weeks into the season. I don't want anything. Just, I'm not happen. quitting on my team right now. Like the Giants last year. Like we literally saw what happened with the Giants last year. You yeah. guys should have been in the playoffs after starting what one in whatever. Yeah, one in five was it? Yeah, one in five. I I don't like that. I'm not a fan of that. I don't either. That's why I'm like. I mean, we're five weeks in. Are they struggling right now? One thousand percent. Um, but I don't know. You just gotta still be a fan. Football of the end season's of the day. football season's so short and sweet, bro. I just hate like just putting a damper. on it. I don't even it. know if it's short and sweet. It just goes so fast. It goes like, so. That's why I said we're it's short literally and sweet. coming just, up on Halloween. Right and I feel now. Like, like you wait so what, long bro? for football. I feel like you wait the longest for football, and it goes away the fastest. I mean, I could be right just statistically wise because it's sixteen fucking games, Manny. But like, it just feels 17. like seventeen. Seventeen now. You just feel. I feel like you wait so long for it, and it gets here, and it's like. I mean, we're in week five. We've been doing the reaction show for a month. I like, know. Holy over. shit! I don't, like. I this remember when we flies, were first. We bro. were. I don't. I don't know. We we, we just did. We were just on Zoom like eight months ago talking about the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> yeah, facts. That was like the, the the first show we did together. Um, but all right, guys, that's it for today. Jam packed show. Bunch of wacky segments that were very fortunate enough to get. Hopefully not in these circumstances. Yeah. Um, but we have to give our our two cents on it. Check us out on the Twitter page for updates of when um, this drops and, and all the other content that we got going on. Twitter, at ADED Podcast, and Instagram. All the kind of good stuff. We got some good reels on there coming up and um, some new pictures and thumbnails and stuff like that. Also, really cool stories that are on there as well. Uh, different polls, different um, you know power rankings that you guys can argue with us about on there as well. Come argue, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we see who's posting. We see who you guys are. So we're, we're definitely paying a little bit of a homage to you guys for answering and, and checking us out. TikTok, all day, every day, the all day, every day show. Um, we're going to be doing a little bit different content now. We kind of figured out a little bit of a niche that we want to follow in aside from just posting clips on there. So if you want to see what other types of things we're doing on there, you won't see these on Instagram. You won't see these on Twitter. So get on the TikTok you if you want to see, see what this is. a good rant about me talking about Miles Sanders on there soon. Yes. If you head over there. So that's the TikTok, the All Day Everyday Show. And if you want to see the boys live, we got some li- some uh, Twitch live streams coming up soon. Come fuck. Head over to Twitch. Come we fuck. won some money on there. We're going to be looking to do it again with you. Hey. There is no the. It's just All Day Everyday Show. Okay, Bet Rivers, one more time, $250 match bonus. Get I'll there, do it. it. Month of October, we're flying through it, baby. Oh, no. And he hits the wrong. Oh, no. oh we're going to have to cut that. Nah, it's all right. We're going to have to cut that. As we sign out I hit the wrong button. We're good. Really? Really? No. 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 I'm replaying that. I'm replaying that. No way. Man, dude, that was so fire. All right, it's cutting out, guys. I don't know. Um, man, I really just fucked it up. It's all right. It's all right, guys. Um, Appreciate all of you watching. If you made this far, if you made it this far in the podcast, first of all, we fucking love you for watching this 45-minute, 50-minute podcast. So much love for you. Also, I keep looking at the analytics. We're at like 75 watching, not subscribe, 20% subscribe. You guys need to hit that subscribe if you watched it all the way through. You need to hit that like. You need to hit that notification bell to keep up with us because we're making content. We're grinding. We love all of you. Like I always say, I don't care if it's 909 of you guys are going to keep pumping this content out and doing our thing. And that is. And if you're watching on Apple Podcasts, yes, sir. come Leave on, five-star five rating. <laughs> You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and the homie Manny Ruffin. I hit the right button this time. I don't know, guys. Everybody has some fun. Come hang with us. We love you guys. Peace out, baby.